is what my notepad looks like for one of these shows. Bam! Beautiful penmanship up here. All my thoughts written out. Nice and neat. Down here. <laughs> Terrible writing. Single words. I just want to be done with it. Oh, what's up, guys? Apologies sincerely for the tardiness here. I was working on a lot of crap today. It's Labor Day, but we're still laboring around here. Like, <laughs> waking up takes no days off. Going after them deep state propagandists. No days off. So, what's up, guys? Monday, Monday. Hope you're having a great start to your week. We've got a lot of stuff to cover in this one. We've got uh, basically worldwide scamdemic news from protests to mandates to all sorts of stuff going on with that. So, we're going to cover... A lot of different countries, including America here with uh, pandemic, scamdemic, plandemic news. We've got coups, news, coups, and attacks on Q we're going to cover. And then uh, a few other things as well. A lot of articles we'll go through here. So thank you for joining. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I guess first I'm going to tell you uh, in the intro here, I'm going to go through some of the projects I've been working on that I want to show you. And... Uh, pages, new channels I've created that I want you to go follow, etc. This one here, it's a Telegram channel, and it's called Conspiracy Analytica. And I started it yesterday. I just started posting on it because kind of over the weekend, I just got like fed up with <laughs> a lot of the <laughs> fake information posted by a lot of influencers and clickbait that gets circulated around and stuff like that. So I started this channel on Telegram. And I'm going to start a podcast and a video channel as well soon for it. And I'll interview different people and whatnot. But basically, this brand, Conspiracy Analytica, is devoted to taking a look at what goes on in the truth movement. You could think of this here, what I'm doing on my personal channels, my Jordan Sather accounts. I deconstruct the BS that the mainstream gives us from news to science to whatever. And then Analytica will be taking a look at the truth movement. So I'm separating my content out and putting it just on those channels. That way it'll kind of clear up my Jordan Sather timelines and whatnot. And then if you know people want that content from me, boom, you can go check that out. I've linked it on Telegram. I'm going to link it down below this video, uh, the Telegram channel for Conspiracy Analytica. And then also I started another Telegram channel too. This one for my Conscious Strength brand. This one for the health self-development type stuff. If you want health info, I'm going to post who knows what else will come up. Uh, we'll see basically what people ask for the most. But I've got this, and I started a BitChute and Rumble account too that I'm going to start posting videos on. So uh, those links will be down below as well. Check this out. So this was pretty uh, a surprise to me. The American First Policy Institute, that's the legal institute that's handling Trump's class action lawsuit against some of these big tech companies. Uh, they posted another one of my videos, I guess. I sent them a couple minute long video uh, a few weeks ago, and they've been taking clips from it and uploading it to their Twitter account. And this was another one they posted yesterday, and they were highlighting the they were highlighting the 800,000 followers that I've lost in all my censorship over the last year. Which, speaking of which, we're almost one year into losing all of our YouTube channels. That big, massive YouTube purge, that was the same day that the... Hunter Biden laptop info dropped. Remember that last year, October 15th? That was the the <laughs> the day of reckoning for a lot of us on YouTube. Uh, it's almost been a year now, crazy enough. So time flies. I don't know. I feel pretty good not having to worry about YouTube's commie asses anymore. But we still got to stick it to them. So pretty cool to see them post this uh, clip from that video I sent them on their Twitter account. If you're still on Twitter, 
Go give it a like and uh, a supporting comment. There's some trolls in these comments that are <laughs> trying to attack me. It's pretty ridiculous. So, okay, onward from this, now we get into uh, the business. So starting off with an audit update. This is coming from Wendy Rogers, and she wanted to, last night, update us on it and give us basically some some confidence that things are happening. She tweeted here and also posted on Telegram, the audit is coming, I promise you. I get a lot of comments asking and people think I can speed it up, but I can't speed it up, obviously. It's a process and it's coming. Also, other information is coming out that I can't disclose. I just know that it's all going to happen. And this is real. Keep the faith. Make sure your state is doing an audit because when our audit comes out, that's in Maricopa County, the next steps are to get this done in other states. Start pushing that now. I understand. I completely a thousand percent understand humans are impatient creatures we want it now 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 or at least you know soon and i also understand there's been a lot of promises made by various individuals over the last six nine months in terms of audits and trump coming into office and things like this but uh you know don't let the some of the promises that have fell through distract you from the overall picture. I don't doubt personally that it's coming. And in fact, I am fine being more patient, waiting longer. There are legitimately good reasons why that is happening. And you should be thankful for it taking a long time. Dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's will make sure that there's no way the corrupt bad actors can wiggle out of this one. There's that. Number two, the longer this takes, the more time we have for people to wake up. And to get freaking prepped, because once all this stuff starts, you know, the, the dominoes falling, the snowball starts hitting, I mean, it's just going to happen so fast. Heck, we're going to be like, ah, <laughs> you know, so I, I'm okay with it waiting longer. That means we can focus on some other things to tidy up and, and help people wake up and get us all prepared before the shit storm hits. But hey, man, it's September and uh, it'll be an interesting winter. And October's next month, too. Speaking of October, right? Usually pretty big things happen politically, geopolitically in October, red October. So, hey, we'll see if it's going to be an interesting uh, 45 days ahead of us. Onward from this, let's talk about some of these Q hit pieces. Pretty pathetic coming for the mainstream media. Why, why, why even talk about Q anymore? I mean... They're the only ones talking about it, right? <laughs> it's just, we've all basically been banned off big tech, and now we're all just chilling in the echo chamber we call Telegram or Gab or whatever. Like, what's what's the big deal? Why is it so important for them to hate on? Clearly, it looks like it's still too impactful. It's still too damaging to their uh, collective propaganda. So check this out from NBC, published Saturday. QAnon and anti-vaxxers brainwashed kids stuck at home. They're referencing during the lockdowns. So QAnon people and anti-vaxxers brainwashed their kids. Now teachers have to deprogram them. I shit you not. That's a real headline. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's be real. The lockdown was fantastic because it provided parents an opportunity to deprogram their kids from the government school brainwashing right? Yeah. All them kids home for months and months. And they said, oh shit, we got to brainwash our kids again. And we get stuff like this. Oh, and the sad thing is all NBC points to here is that Reddit, where is it? 
We've got, oh, the News Literacy Project. That's where some of their polls came from and their statistics. Wonderful. I'm sure they're unbiased. And then we got that Reddit group, QAnon Casualties, which is a Reddit group purely devoted to smearing QAnon folks and, like, finding the craziest comments they can and then uh, making it amplified there. So, (laughs) sad. Sad lives these gatekeepers live. So we've got that. We've got The Independent today as well. Writing a piece on the QAnon shaman, his bizarre new legal defense. Trump was his first love. I, I guess. I, I'm i not going to pay anything to listen, read this propaganda garbage, but is that his latest defense? The QAnon shaman said that Trump's his first love. He's also claimed mental unfitness and things like that. This is one of those examples of a straw man where they amplify that just to smear the whole movement. I mean, their tactics are pretty plain as day when you see them repeat them over and over and over again. And this is, I mean, nine months in, they're still beating this dead horse with the QAnon shaman. Dude was, yeah, some people are suggesting he's an intelligence asset. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. He didn't seem all that intelligent in some of the videos I watched from him, but maybe he was leveraged unbeknownst to him. Definite possibility. But yeah, man, weird stuff. He, he claimed to be like a super soldier. And he was friends with, or his like sister-in-law's friends with Austin Steinberg or something like that. Just way too weird coincidences. Wouldn't doubt if this guy was just a puppet being used for these smear pieces. Poor guy, really. Next up, let's move into Rolling Stone. Ooh, you have to love how they got wrecked over the weekend. Wrecked. Wrecked. Uh, Rolling Stone... (laughs) So they put out, well, here's the thing. It went around a lot of mainstream media. Uh, There was this local news outlet in Oklahoma that I'm sure you heard of this. They ran an article claiming that there was this hospital and the hospital was packed because people were overdosing on ivermectin. That was the claim. And this local news station interviewed this person who claimed, they claimed to be a doctor and the doctor was confirming it. His name was, oh, hold on. Let me get his name. Dr. Ah, Zero Hedge loads really freaking slow. It's not coming up. Dr. Michaelia, I guess. Michaelia. Anyway, this dude, total shill, claiming that the hospital was packed, people ODing on ivermectin. Rolling Stone printed it, and then Rolling Stone's print of it went viral. Rachel Maddow tweeted it. Newsweek parroted the thing. Rolling Stone, when they tweeted their version of this article, they even tweeted it with a photograph that was a year-old photograph of people lined up for a vaccine. And the photograph was taken in January. So this photo is people in, like, huge winter coats with fur and stuff. And clearly it was not in September, Oklahoma, where it's, like, 90 degrees there, right? (laughs) It was so obviously bullshit from the Rolling Stone. And then they got wrecked. Everybody started getting on their ass. They printed this update in their article saying, Dr. Oh, his name was Jason McKellie. McKellie is not an employee of that hospital. He is affiliated with a medical staffing group that provides coverage for our mute. He's not even employed by the hospital. And yet the news was running like he was all to smear ivermectin. And this is so perfect. This is so perfect. How the whole system is going against all of the alternative treatments, not just ivermectin, but chlorine dioxide. I got a, another chlorine dioxide story I'll share with you guys in a, later on in this episode. But the whole, not just big pharma, 
not just the FDA, the three-letter health agencies, but the fake news complex, all of them too. They're all teaming up and just going after the alternative treatments. I, I mean, this is so, I never would have thought 10 years ago when I started waking up to all the big pharma stuff and like nobody was questioning vaccines, it was even tough to get people to freaking buy organic food and do shit like that. It was crazy. And now fluoride's getting talked about in chart-topping hip-hop songs and everybody is questioning vaccines. Even people, I mean, it's crazy. And everybody is realizing how big pharma hides legitimate treatments. So it's like, it's great to see. Truly, it's great to see. And that's why, in some respects, I'm okay with things taking longer, like Ghislaine Maxwell's court case and the audit. And like, because we're never going to experience times like these again when we're seeing the mass awakening get faster and faster day by day, right? This this is a beautiful time to be alive. So don't bitch and moan and waste this moment because you're going to look back and go, oh man, I was such a negative Nancy pants that really, really I didn't do anything. I just bitched and moaned all day. Things were taking too long. So anyway, I think everything is good happening as it should. Onward from this, let's talk about some coups. We talked about Q. Now we'll get into some coups. So in Guinea, Guinea, somebody said they're exhausted. I get it, but just disconnect for a few days. Go camping or something. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's okay to take a break and don't let yourself get become victim to that information saturation, as I think of it sometimes. You have so much info coming through your brain that it weighs you down and you get burned out from it all just unplug them and get out you know some sometimes i'll take like two days off three days off and i won't post shit on telegram i won't do any videos i'm like screw it do do that right no harm no harm in it no shame in it it's a long game a marathon we got going on here and heck sometimes even marathon runners got to walk for a little bit so okay talking about the coups we got guinea little country in africa little country in africa but they've got uh, something unprecedented going on there. And I, I guess not unprecedented because it's almost a similar thing that we've seen in Burma months back, yeah? Well, it's happening more. The military moved in in Guinea. And here, Army Colonel on Guinean TV says government dissolved. They shut the borders. They're taking away even government-issued cars and things like that from uh, <laughs> the government official there, officials there. And it sounds like the military is now in control. Now, here's the thing. In Guinea, that country has had political instability for a long, long time. So, you know, let's put this into a bit more of a proper context. It not, it's not like this is too crazy. There's been a lot of instability in that country. But, again, they just had an election. The election they just had... Even mainstream media articles here in America are admitting that it was a highly contested election. And the fact that we had this happening in Burma earlier this year. Now, Guinea, like small countries, yeah. But countries that also had... who, Whose involvement? Jorge Soros. Mr. George Soros. Yes, George Soros most definitely involved in, in Burma with his NGOs there. And I believe I saw a slight connection with Soros and Guinea. So, 
lots of coincidences piling up. And this might not be the only country that we get something like this happen in this year. I'm not going to say this year, but maybe soon. I mean, look at this. Brazil. Brazil would be a big one. It's a much bigger country than Myanmar and uh, Guinea. And look here. We had uh, we have fear being struck into the hearts of the deep state by Brazil and by Bolsonaro, who is a badass. I love Bolsonaro. He's cool. Um, there was an open letter that was signed and ran today. And this letter was signed by the former Greek finance minister, the former prime minister of Spain, the former UK labor leader, the former Paraguayan president, like a lot of big name folks. And they basically said in this letter that we have to watch out for Bolsonaro because he's going to conduct a coup and amount an insurrection modeled on Donald Trump's supporters' attack on the U.S. Capitol on the 6th of January. I shit you not. They are literally saying Bolsonaro is going to be like Trump, try an insurrection like the U.S. Capitol on the 6th. And you got to watch out for Bolsonaro because Bolsonaro has been holding these huge rallies through the country, and he held an unprecedented military parade in the capital city. So, oh, this is interesting. You know, I, I'm wondering if they're just trying to get ahead of something. Now, keep in mind, Bolsonaro is in the presidency, but there is an election in Brazil next year. And right now, Bolsonaro is trying to institute some reforms to, it sounds like, basically uh, keep the election security, keep the elections secure in Brazil. So, of course, the deep state, they're going to say, oh, it's voting restrictions. It's racist. It's something or other, right? And they're going to claim that he's an insurrectionist. It's exactly what they're doing. I, I wonder if they're trying to get ahead of something. Bolsonaro has been holding those big military parades. There was something something interesting he made statement-wise a couple of days ago where he actually promoted the purchasing of guns by Brazilians. Bolsonaro said, oh, yeah, if anything happens in the country, man, people should own guns, something like that. So maybe, maybe he even knows something was coming. Maybe Brazil is going to try to clean some stuff up there, which would be great because Brazil, beautiful country, great people. I love the football, but oof. Corruption, rampant there. Rampant in many South American countries, unfortunately. So, eyes on Brazil, and we'll see if what happened in Burma and now in Guinea spreads to other countries. Would be nice. Would be nice. Yeah, Bolsonaro, he's cool. I saw this video of him. uh, He was just riding on jet skis on this Brazilian beach, and then he pulled up to this beach some fans and supporters recognized him. They ran up to him. He was like signing autographs there on the beach. And then him and his security team just right off on the jet skis. Like what a cool down to earth dude. It's it's he seems cool. He seems cool from what I've seen of him. Uh, all right. Now we move on to protests going on. Some people say he spoke at Lindell Symposium. No way. I didn't know that. Neat. All right. Now we move on to protests going on around the world having to do with the scamdemic. You know, another weekend. This has basically been the weekend tradition in many countries for the last eight weeks almost. This is the eighth week in France that they've been out in the streets protesting the lockdowns, the mandates, just all the COVID bullshit. 140,000 last weekend protesting. Not just in France. We've got London. We've got Spain. We've got, boom, Canada. Canada. 
our, our brothers from the north. 30 to 50,000 protesting in, what is that, Toronto? Probably Toronto. Maybe Montreal. But uh, yeah, huge protests up there too. Stuff's crazy in Canada, man. Stuff's crazy in all these more socialistic type countries, right? Shit's even ridiculous here in America. But at least here in America, we aren't that far along the path of government control as some of these more socialistic countries are like Australia, Canada, European countries. Stuff there is getting crazy, man. Crazy. I got a video from Australia to play for you guys in a minute. Don't, don't Australia my America. And you Aussies down there in Australia, you gotta, you gotta wrestle with them Crocs in your government. Uh, we've got COVID passports going to be imposed in the UK. UK later this month. I'm sure protests there will get much heavier. Comment just said, countries that gave up their guns. Yeah, gave them up or had them ripped from their hands but that is true that is most definitely true i was in australia literally like two weeks before the pandemic hit at the beginning of last year and it is crazy how much stuff is illegal there i think tasers are illegal mace uh guns are most definitely illegal they they rip a lot of stuff from their citizenry and their cops are just totally brain dead zombies here in america we have a police force that is much more awake and aware, it seems, than police forces of other countries. Police here are trying to stand up. And, you know, the the brainwashed ones and the racist ones, they are totally few and far between. Cops here, like, they're <laughs> solid. They're cool. Much better than other countries. People bitching about American police need to go try Australia for a minute. Or go, I mean, not even one of the Western countries. Go frickin' to any other country. <laughs> You'll see how bad it is. Not saying America is perfect. We've got you know a long way to go ourselves, but we do have a few other things other countries don't have. So, yeah, shit's getting crazy in the UK. COVID passports later this month. And the funny thing is, um, they're going to try to institute these COVID passports for places like bars and nightclubs and large venues. But here's the thing. Who goes to nightclubs? Not me, I'm, I'm, I'm boring and I'm an old man and I can't stand that shit. But people like my age and younger, 20s, 30s, some studies show, I mean, that's basically the most, uh, most unvaccinated demographic are the young ones, kind of 20s, 30s. Some studies show 30 to 40% of people that age are unvaccinated. So the nightclubs are going to lose so much business. Yeah, somebody said F in nightclubs like we got stuff to do. Don't care. <clears throat> Don't have time for the nightclubs, right? Uh, yeah, they're going to lose so much of their customer based base, so much patronage from that. I doubt like they might try to institute the vaccine passport thing just because the businesses are scared from the of the governments. They might try it for like a week and then they'll realize, oh, God, if we try this up any longer, we're just going to go out of business. So I, I don't see it being enforced that much really here in Washington state. There's a couple counties that have tried to enforce it. And like I've heard stories of a handful of businesses doing it, but most don't enforce it. <laughs> Even the mask mandate, a lot have just given up. It's been so long and they're so fed up with it that meh. 
nothing really to worry about. Okay, now we get to Australia. Australia, yes. The Victoria State Government in Australia is planning on locking out the unvaccinated from medical care. Locking out. I'm going to play a quick two-minute video from you of what this government official said in Australia. Have a listen. From a situation where to protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We're going to move to a situation where to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. You're making the wrong choice. And for safety's sake, and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do, as this becomes absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated and we open everything up, it's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus. That's what they'll be, that's what they'll be doing. So there's every reason, every reason uh, to get vaccinated. And there are appointments available, and there'll be even more appointments available throughout September, October, November. Let's get to those thresholds as fast as we possibly can. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated uh, economy, and you get to participate that. You get to participate in that if you are vaccinated. Now that's not right now because, of course, there's many more people who want to get vaccinated than we actually can get through the system. But we're going to get to a point where everybody who can get vaccinated will have been offered the chance to do so, and we are not going to have a situation, well, at least not in Victoria, where. We lock the whole place down to protect people who won't protect themselves. These go and get vaccinated. There's 11,000 AZ appointments available this week, 2,000 Pfizer appointments available this week. We'll have more to say with those additional stocks coming in from overseas, but I want to run that down to zero so there are no more AstraZeneca appointments, hopefully very soon, and we can order more and we can keep pushing that. I just again remind people, uh, the Prime Minister has written to everybody who's 60 and over and indicated to them that you are eligible for AstraZeneca. And if you want Pfizer, then you will be in the queue behind everyone else. That is to say, you'll be in the queue behind 12-year-olds. Yo, can you, can you believe that gaslighting, that freaking like psychobabble word salad bullshit, like... Yes, you need to get vaccinated to protect the vaccinated people from the unvaccinated people because the vaccines totally work. Said, <laughs> what? Holy shit. Somebody said in the comments, they call him Dictator Dan. Yeah, he's a dick, that's for sure. And I also, I saw this video. I'm not sure if it's real or not, but I saw it yesterday of supposedly a quarantine facility in Australia and it legitimately looked like some low-income housing and they had these duplexes where people they weren't allowed to leave their doorstep and they had these lines between their duplexes they couldn't cross and apparently the cops were going by and talking to people make sure they have their masks on it was like a quarantine facility I think if it was real but it looked pretty legit at least I don't know nuts man Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, against the Nuremberg Code, somebody said, Orwellian is crap, Nazi Germany 2.0, man. The Nazis never really lost World War II. We all got to come to terms with that. They didn't really lost. They just kind of went underground and started migrating into other countries and extended their, their control worldwide. Let's be real. The Nazis were just one arm on a deeper, deeper 
octopus, like one tentacle on the big head. The big head is the, is the whatever you want to call them, Satanist, deep state, new world order, shadow government, cult, Illuminati, I, I don't know. But uh, the Nazi, the ideology of Nazism, the Nazis, and the communist agendas even are just different tentacles on this one overarching cult group that is just kind of experimenting with all humanity. And they're using different different ideologies, right, to do that. They use cap or communism, Nazism, even like capitalism to an extent, right? Because we don't really have free market in this country, even though we think we do and we hope we do, but it's more of like a corporatism type of thing. So it really, it's, you know, communistic dressed up as capitalism. So, ugh, eh, eh. We got a lot of work to do, folks, but we are doing it. We're not going to let these sick, psychopathic, sociopathic bastards continue much longer. We definitely won't. Okay, two more stories from around the world. We'll bring it back home. We'll talk about some American scamdemic stuff, and we'll finish up with uh, some space news, actually, space stuff and UFOs. Brazil, back to Brazil. They're suspending the use of a vaccine, actually. For 30 days, because it was made in an unauthorized plant, it was the Chinese vaccine, the China vaccine, the Sinovac vaccine, 12 million doses of this one. And this is on top of Japan suspending 1.63 million doses of Moderna's shot a week or two back. And we got Brazil suspending vaccines. Again, it's, it's... Definitely tough to question vaccines. You're labeled an anti-vaxxer and smeared by the media and whatnot, but it's becoming a whole lot easier to question vaccines. Seriously. And you got to wonder, after this COVID garbage is done, or at least wanes away, who knows if it'll ever be done, but once we get over the the hump of this COVID nonsense, what's going to happen to the rest of the vaccines? How are people going to start treating the MMR and the DTaP and the flu shot and those shots? That's That's... An interesting um, thought experiment for me. We'll see. Then we go to Israel. Wow, Israel. (laughs) Okay, check this. The coronavirus vaccine czar in Israel has said that they are planning a fourth, count it, fourth shot to fight new variants or whatever. I don't know. Literally, I come across a new variant almost every other day. We got the, the and it's, I, I don't even remember all the names, but four, four shots. The booster for the booster for the booster for the booster. Man, that is insane. He's even suggesting that people come back every five to six months for a booster. <laughs> ah, hit my head on my desk. I can't even with that. Okay. Now let's get to Oregon. Speaking of, like I said, some police officers, firefighters, those individuals in America here are trying. They're trying to fight back. Oregon police suing the governor over the vaccine mandate there, which is great. And definitely that's happening in other states as well. So that's very good news. More people are fighting back. People are starting to fight back. And the endless amount of propaganda is something that's helping them wake up because they're seeing all the bullshit just put out in front of them. And that's one reason they're starting to fight back. Look at this. Just found out. I had no idea till today. Fauci, the documentary. Coming soon to Hulu and Netflix. 
made by National Geographic. <laughs> I'm just laughing after every single one of these stories I'm talking to you guys about. Um, Fauci, wow, made by Nat Geo. Uh, here's one thing. Those science channels on TV, National Geographic, Discovery, Travel Channel, History Channel, you know those ones? Pure propaganda. They've always been. Got you got you gotta be honest with yourself about that. Come on now. Yeah. I see a commenter here. Disney owns National Geographic. Yes, Disney. Might own the other ones too, Discovery and Travel and whatnot. Disney. So they're pure propaganda. Let's be real. And th- something like this is so clown show that more people are going to see how propaganda they are. So that's good. Bad, but good. Bad and good. Just depends on how you look at something, right? They really don't mean anything. Good and bad. Just depends on how you contextualize it. And this one's not good, though. (laughs) No matter what context you put on this one. The media is starting to plant the seed here, folks. They're starting to plant the seed about parents losing custody of children if they don't get the COVID-19 vaccine. I can't believe Fox News even printed this question, but but them, they're actually positing, can parents lose custody of children if they don't get the COVID-19 vaccine? This this is this is why this is why the second amendment is a good thing to have. That's all I have to say about this article. Next up, speaking of alternative treatments, all right? We were discussing ivermectin earlier. Ivermectin's been the big one, the big buzzword. And um, on one hand, I'm really grateful people are looking for the alternative treatments past the pharma propaganda. Fantastic. On the other other hand, and I've seen this since I managed a health food store 10 years ago, um... The, the magic pill gets people really excited and then it becomes like a buzzword for them, you know? So they think like this one thing will cure all their ailments or they think this one thing is the only thing and there's nothing else out there. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just seeing that with a little bit behind ivermectin. And I saw that a little bit with hydroxychloroquine last year as well is that these, these buzzwords get really popular and people just get so excited and then, you know... Uh, but no, no doubt. I mean, ivermectin, great. Hydroxychloroquine, great. Very useful. You know, go get it if you can find it. But there's other stuff, right? There's there's many ways to kill COVID. Don't get done. I believe that thoroughly. I do believe there's many ways to kill COVID and many safe, effective ways that we could already be using. Comment here says, how about chlorine dioxide? Exactly. That's why I got this article up. We've got the Business Insider. Assholes. Business Insider is asshole. They are writing another hit piece on chlorine dioxide. They've been one of the main outlets that have gone after chlorine dioxide. And it's this dickweed right here. His name is Tom Porter. Yeah, Tom Porter, this douchebag. He's written about me. He's uh, written about Mark Grennan. He's written about Jim Humble. Now he's going after Andreas Kalker here. And apparently Andreas Kalker has been charged by Argentinian authorities. They're coming after him. Claiming that, oh, he he touted chlorine dioxide, a toxic bleach. Dumbass is always misrepresenting it like bleach. Andrews Kelker promoted a toxic bleach that ended up killing a five-year-old. So they're trying to arrest him. Granted, Andreas Kelker lives like in Europe, I think. Somewhere in Europe. So uh, 
Yeah, Tom Porter. Porter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Porter <laughs> comments. Uh, anyway, sad, sad state of things. You know, Mark Grennan is in jail. He needs our support. I think Carrie Rivera, if you're familiar with Carrie, uh, they're, they've been going after her too, the media has. But I, I hear that she may have been raided and arrested by German authorities a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, there's more people I can name too who have been in jail over chlorine dioxide. Daniel Smith is another name. He was in the Spokane, Washington State area. So that's a reason I don't sell it, folks. I do not sell it, but I'll, I'll definitely promote the shit. Hell yeah, <laughs> and I'll give you my thoughts on it and my experiences. Uh, so anyway. Chlorine dioxide, that stuff's great. In fact, I, I would probably reach for chlorine dioxide before I would go for ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, number one, because it's easier to get. And number two, um, chlorine dioxide can actually eliminate, sanitize the virus itself, knock it out. I think ivermectin works more so by preventing the viral proteins in your cells from replicating. So it's like kind of an indirect way, but it's still great stuff. Although chlorine dioxide you can clean with too, and it's cheaper and it's not like sold out everywhere. So that, that's kind of the bad thing around the stu- the compounds that get really popular is that they become the buzz and then they sell out really fast and then you can't get them, right? So that's why it's good to know about a variety of different things. Yes, my friends, I will be careful. That's why, that's why yeah, I, I don't have it for sale and I don't produce this stuff. Definitely don't produce the stuff. And I, I don't use the four-letter C word too, the word cure. I, I don't think chlorine dioxide is a cure. In fact, I wouldn't call anything a cure because here's the thing. You could, you know, try to treat your issue, but if you just go back into the same patterns that led you down the path of disease that got you to where you are now, then it's, you know, there's no magic pill. That's why I don't say nothing is a cure. There's a there's a holistic change that needs to happen. There's many different changes that need to occur to create that environment of health in your body, but there's some pretty damn safe and effective, more natural and alternative treatments <laughs> you can use that Big Pharma don't like. So uh, there's that. Next. All right. We're moving on from scandemic news into uh, just this interesting tweet from Catherine Herridge. Uh, the reason it's interesting is because it's another data point that suggests to me that the bad guys, the deep state is not 100% in control. I still very much believe there's a shadow civil war going on within our own government, our own military, our own intelligence agencies. I, I don't think the deep state is has much control as some people believe. I'm not, I'm not saying they're 100% out of commission, but I, I, I think the good guys definitely have the areas they need to control locked down and are still fighting the good fight. Uh, Catherine Herridge tweeted a few hours ago about Guantanamo Bay, and it says, while the Biden administration wants to close the Guantanamo prisons, a major construction project there is still underway, including an additional courthouse for the military trials and expanded classified workspace. Note, detention camps are separate Navy base. Like, and that's coming from Catherine Herridge, one of, one of our girls, one of our, one of our very few trusted people in the mainstream media. 
that if that doesn't speak volumes right there, I don't know what does. So they're still expanding Gitmo. Remember, there was an expansion being done at uh, JBLM base in Washington State too. More construction projects for like detention facilities and things like that. So, and, and I remember months ago seeing how the Biden administration wanted to close Guantanamo Bay. Remember that? And then some people tried to use that to shit on the Truth Anon movement. Like, oh, all you fools thought the deep state was going to be in Gitmo. Well, I mean. Sure, maybe some of us got the wrong idea a year or two back and thought deep staters were going to be in Gitmo sooner, but I, why are they still constructing stuff there? I'm, it's a damn good question. So there's that. And then we'll finish up here with some space articles. So this came out of Forbes a few days back, actually last week, a week ago, but I missed it. The headlines here says, Why America Should Suddenly Prepare for a Billion-Dollar Internet Apocalypse Caused by the Sun. I have so many things to say about this. Number one, kind of fear-porny, but not really, though, because they have a sort of point. Uh, There's a lot of changes going on, a lot of cycles ending and beginning, having to do with our sun and our solar system. And there's a lot of changes occurring, especially with magnetic fields, with energy through the whole solar system. The magnetic field of Earth is weakening, and it's weakening at an exponential rate. And that ties into the pole shift coming, the great solar flare, a lot of stuff, right? I could be talking about stuff totally going over your head, but trust me, there's a lot of science to back this up. Shout out Suspicious Observers, (laughs) YouTube channel, go check them out, Ben Davidson. But uh, yeah, I mean... Our Earth's magnetic field is weakening. We're going through another 11-year solar cycle right now where we're going to start getting more coronal mass ejections and sunspots on the sun that could pop off some energetic particles at us. Earth's protection, Earth's magnetic shield is getting weaker. So that means even more weaker sun flares from the sun can affect our Earth. So yeah, I mean, in a few years, we could definitely be seeing radio blackouts or certain things happen for a few days or uh, hopefully not longer than that but we could start seeing the sun affect the earth in some major ways so sure fear porn now maybe but good to be prepared i know some people are throwing out the excuse of like oh distraction from the audits and whatnot like yeah some things are distractions but not everything is a distraction sometimes there's something within the stories that are really good to be aware of uh yeah and i think that one's the case here so learn about the sun man learn about the the micronova that will definitely change your perspective perspectives perceptions of what's coming in the next few decades for humanity and then we have more ufo articles coming out of the mainstream media uh futurism is a very propagandist diet woke science website Apparently, Michio Kaku, 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 Kaka, he has been talking about UFOs quite a bit, wanting fellow scientists to keep an open mind about UFOs. So we got that. We've got WAPO printing some UFO articles. This one came out over the weekend featuring MUFON. <laughs> MUFON, you know, probably a gatekeeper organization, in my opinion. Um, the lonely journey of a UFO conspiracy theorist. One man's search for truth, credibility, and belonging in America. 
So apparently, if you're a UFO conspiracy theorist, that's okay. Mainstream media will accept you. If you're a QAnon or an election fraud or a pro-Trump or an anti-vax conspiracy theorist, shun, shame on you, you sick domestic extremist bastard. Yeah, weird. Weird double standard, right? Uh, but the thing is, they don't want you questioning their UFO narratives. They really don't. I've uh, I've been censored out of a couple of UFO conferences for doing that. And <laughs> they want you to keep an open mind, like Michio Kaku says here. But they want you to keep a mind so open that you just automatically accept the bullshit they give you. They want, they want you to be naively open-minded. Open-minded with gullibility. So you just automatically, blindly believe what they're telling you and don't look further into them. Maybe having an agenda, right? And here's another. Scientific American. Just like we were talking about minutes ago, they're, they're science organizations. Most of the time, pure propaganda. Let's be real. I wonder who owns Scientific American. I'm going to Google that real quick. Excuse me. Duck, duck, go it. Who owns the Scientific American? Macmillan. Macmillan Publishing owns Scientific American, part of the Nature Publishing Group. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure that's just a big global corporation printing their narratives. Anyway, uh, this article here, to look or not to look, that is the question. We don't need to look. They're already here, dumbass. And this dumbass is a Harvard professor. (laughs) His name's Avi Loeb. He's the one that's been super popular lately and getting a lot of press for putting out his his pro ufo narratives i don't know it's just so much lame stuff it's really sad it's really sad what's happened not only to the q movement and how that's just been totally swamped by grifters and propagandized to shit by the mainstream media but it's really sad what's happened to the ufo community much along those lines the q community hit with grifters propagandized to shit by the mainstream media, gatekeepers all over the place. If you question them, then they shun you, right? It's like, I look at the Q movement and I look at the UFO movement. It's like the same shit. You got all these grifters, all these new folks too, that have just popped up over the past year or two, right? Bunch of new folks, bunch of people grifting, bunch of clickbait, bunch of people way too gullible, believing either the mainstream media narratives or believing the clickbait disinfo ops that get spread around the movement that's just it's just sad that's that's one reason why i started conspiracy analytica go subscribe go follow it because i'm going to take a look at a lot of the clickbait crap that gets spread around the truth movement and then i'll keep just destroying the mainstream media garbage on this channel right here and on my main telegram channel so really that's all i have for you guys in this one um on my other channels i've got more videos coming soon i'm going to start doing some interviews with people, getting back into doing interviews and health content on the Conscious Strength channel. A lot more on this one too. So yeah, guys, a lot of good stuff coming. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. I appreciate you guys for following along. Subscribe to this. Subscribe to all my channels. Follow them. Uh, We'll get into some Q&A here for just a few minutes. We've been going uh, for quite a bit in this episode. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next live stream Wednesday We'll hit it at 2 p.m. I won't be late. I won't be late on Wednesday, promise. All right, see you guys then. Done.